Welcome to Prepare to Care, the ARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Marie Pierre, your host for this podcast. It's voting season, guys! This year's midterm elections could influence how federal and state lawmakers act on issues that affect tens of millions of family caregivers. From care at home, to workplace flexibility, to training, to tax credits, and more. For caregivers to have sway over whether lawmakers will act in their interest, they must vote. And in past election, they cast their ballots in big numbers. In fact, according to ARP research, 71% of Texas caregivers routinely go to the polls. 71%! That's compared to 42% of all voting age citizens who turned out nationwide for the 2014 midterms, according to the U.S. Census Bureau data. So today we have a very special guest. His name is Stan Stanhart, who is the Harris County County Clerk. Um, Mr. Stanhart is going to share with us some tips and tricks for voting in Harris County in any election, and specifically tell us what resources are available to voters who may be mobility impaired or need a little extra assistance at the voting booth. Coming up on Prepare to Care. Mr. Stanhart, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. So I've got to ask, what in the world is a county clerk? Well, what do you do for a living? Well, it's established in the Constitution that every uh, county in Texas shall have a county clerk. And our main job is the recorder of the county. Uh, as you know, though, in Harris County, I also run the elections as the chief election official. Okay. So, wait a minute. Like, county clerk. I'm like, like, when people say clerk, I'm imagining, like, some guy behind a desk with, like, a, like a little pen, you know, recording things. I'm sure that's not what you do, right? That's, no. I mean, we issue birth certificates, death certificates, marriage license, and the clerk for your probate courts, your county civil courts, commissioner's court. Uh, we actually record all your real property records, all your mortgages, deeds, 600,000 filings a year. Oh, my. Uh, I issue the marriage license in Harris County. Uh, DBAs, you know, starting up a business. Lots of things the county clerk does. So these are like all the legal records that people yes. deal with all the time. So you have a staff of like how many people? Uh, about 325 full-time employees. Okay. And uh, about over 700 temporary employees that work early voting for elections, like the one that's going on right now for the bond. Okay. And then on a, a major election day, uh, we had 5,800 people at the in the presidential elections at the polls with another 800 people supporting. What? Okay, so you have like 300 full-time, about 1,000 people work for you, full-time, yes. part-time. Yes. Are these like paid people, or most of them are? Yeah, the, yes, they're oh, the okay. full-time, yeah, full, full-time, regular-time employees. Regular employees. The temporary employees work maybe a fourth of the year, a third of the year, depending on how many elections we have, because they're working early voting or ballot by mail or at the election warehouse. And then, of course, the election day people are typically just that one election day, but there might be two or three or four of those a year. Yeah, they're like elections all the time, right? There's one going on now, isn't there? Yes, for our bond election. For our bond election. Yes. Okay, so it's your job to make all of this happen. Like, apart yes. from all the regular records, you are in charge of making the elections happen. 
And I guess yes. making sure people, there's no fraud, people are at the right Correct. place, you have a record of everybody. Yes, yes. That's like a really big job. Yeah, it keeps me busy, yes. It keeps you busy. <laughs> and, and we talked a little bit, like, how, how, how did you get to have this job? Like, you wake up one day, you're like, okay, I'm going to run for this position. Uh, no, I'm actually an engineer, electronic, and a uh, software engineer. I've worked on the space station and a central test facility. I worked at Compact Computer and Product Development. Uh, Eleven years ago, I joined the tax office and taking care of the hardware IT. And when my predecessor, Beverly Kaufman, announced she was retiring, I decided I would run for this office. Okay, so we elected you. Yes, you did. How long have you been? So 10 years now? I'm in my eighth year, eighth year, so I've been elected twice, and okay. I'm up for re-election in November. Okay, so and you told me that's like the last name on the ballot, right? Yeah. Is the county clerk, and the, then is the controller? Is that it? Is the treasurer, county the treasurer, treasurer. Oh, Orlando. county treasurer. Yes. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about voting. Uh, number one, who, who is in charge of registering voter? I've got to say, like, you go to the grocery store, and people yes. are like, "Are you registered to vote?" Yes. Well, how does this all work? The, the actual registering is a separate duty. That is actually taking care of the tax assessor collector. They are also the voter registrar. Okay. And that's been, that once again goes back to the forming of the state of Texas. It's how it was set up, and it's been that way for many years. Okay. So the, the tax folks, they register yes. who is going to vote, and yes. then they send you like a great big list of names? Yes, but it's all done electronically. It's Right, yes. yeah, now I'm sure they're not <laughs> yes. passing like a paper register Correct. to you. Correct, Correct. yes. Okay, so then records, and then it's your job to organize elections yes. big and small. Correct, yes. How, how do you go about this? Well, it takes a, a lot of people, very dedicated employees who work many long hours. There's a lot of details to ensure the integrity of the election process. That's anywhere from, you know, many eyes on every step of the process, a logic and accuracy test that's conducted, hash code tests to make sure that the, the voting machines are accurately working correctly, have the right code on them. Just in a total tons of security, I would be here hours and hours going through every detail. You don't want to tell us because those Russian spies or whatever it is, they're <laughs> going to be all over it. Don't tell us. No, not, not on the air. But you, you're taking yes. like all of these measures, right? Yes, tons of measures. And the big picture, though, for voting is none of the voting machines are ever connected to the Internet. Oh. They are totally isolated. There is no air gap, no possibility that one could ever hack your vote. Interesting. So when we go and I've yes. noticed how the, there's this electronic registration now. So when you yes. come, you explain to me before the show, you, you swipe now maybe a form of ID. Yes, that is uh, our electronic poll books. Uh, we use one system in early voting. We have now on election day, we actually have iPads. And we have three of those at a polling locations. We scan your ID. We can match you to the voter row in one second for 95% of our voters. The others take about six seconds. Okay. Okay. Could then we present the clerk with the list? Typically, it's a very short list. But so it's so fast now to process our voters at the polls. You can have someone ask, they will ask, are you still live the same place? When you present with them one of the seven forms of photo ID, and we can get you into that voting booth very quickly. So let's talk about this for a moment, because for me, my life is easy. I'm driving a car, so I have my driver's license at all times. Um, tell our listeners, what kind of ID can people bring to the poll? All right. There's seven f uh, forms of photo ID. The most popular, of course, is the Texas driver's license. But in Harris County, we have over a couple hundred thousand who actually use their Texas personal ID card. 
Okay. It's not for driving, it's just for an ID. So uh, we also have the uh, military ID, a U.S. passport, uh, a Texas handgun con concealed carry license, a U.S. citizenship certificate with a photo, and people who don't have one of those other six, they actually can get a Texas election identification certificate. Okay. And it also has a photo on it. Okay, so I'm 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 grandma. I've been bed bound. I don't have a gun. I don't drive anymore. Yes. I'm not going to go to Mexico, so I don't have my passport. What do I do? Like you know, for the folks, because on yes. this podcast we talk about the folks who may be okay. homebound. Uh, well, you do need to get an ID to vote. You okay. have to have one of the seven. Okay. Now, if someone uh, is voting by mail, yes, you don't have to present an ID. Oh, how by do mail. You so if as long as you're a registered voter, you can vote by mail. You all you have to do is send in an application okay. with your signature on it. Okay. And that's as easy as for someone who is at home. Voting by mail makes it very easy and convenient for them. Okay. So literally because we have some folks yes, who are yes. homebound and, and so on, you know. So voting by mail is the easiest thing to do. So yes. I imagine the application to vote by mail can be found online. Yes, at harrisvotes.com. At harrisvotes.com. For folks who don't have on, um, online access, how would they go about it? They, they could call? Yes, call my office. And the, uh, the election number is 713-755-6965. And we're here to help you. Uh, you can We can send you in the mail an application for a ballot by mail. Now, we're actually on top of the deadline for this bond election that is a week from Saturday. Okay. You know, the deadline is 11 days before for us to actually get the application in hand before we can mail you a ballot. Okay. So, but at the same time, you know, you can have someone drive you there and we can do curbside voting if someone can't come inside. What? Okay. All right. Tell us about, okay. Well, so let, let's summarize, guys. If you know someone who is homebound yes. and a lot of our senior citizens, that might be the right. case. Voting by mail is actually the easiest. The easiest it really right? is. Yes. But you do curbside voting. Like yes. what? Like you, you drive up to the person's house with... No, no, no. They have to come to one of the polling places to do the curbside voting. Okay. Okay. So but we have... Um, on a, if you vote early, you can go to any of the 45 early voting locations. Okay. And there will be someone out there watching the curb. Or you can go online beforehand and let us know that you want to come so we can be knowing to look for you. Oh, got it. Uh, but... And then when you get there, we'll actually bring the voting machine out to the curb to the car for you to actually vote in the comfort of your car at the curbside. That is pretty awesome. I mean, yes. I have a sister-in-law who, is, who yes. is literally, you know, in a wheelchair. Yes. It, it's very difficult. I mean, and in, in time-consuming to go in and out. You can just literally drive up, say, I need curbside. Yes. Do you need to be impaired or you can do curbside for any reason? No, you have to be impaired. Okay. Okay, because right. otherwise we have to, Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm in a hurry. Yeah. We have everybody in there, you know, right, right, right. curbside. No, we, we make it available just for those who need it right. so that they can actually use it. Okay. Because if everybody could use it, then they wouldn't. They'd be a long line for right. them. <laughs> so, do, does somebody need to have like a uh, like a, a mobility impaired thing, or, or if you do, you use judgment? Like it's look, obviously it's grandma. She can't get out of the yes, car. Look for the person in the yellow vest. Okay. They All right. actually have a bright yellow vest. They're either watching the curb from inside the building so they can see it, or they're actually out there on the sidewalk in that general area. Or like I said, you can arrange, call my office, arrange to actually let us know when you're coming so we'll be sure that we got you or looking for you. 
you know, this is incredibly nice. I think very few of us actually believe that so much thought is given into there, making voting easy. There is a lot of thought that goes into make, taking care of our, of our voters in Harris County. Do people take advantage of this or do you do you find that people are just not aware that it's there? Most of them actually prefer to vote by mail. Is what Interestingly. We it, it's, it's easy. It comes right. in your mailbox. It's there. You've got plenty of time to sit there and do your homework. You've got every candidate in front of you. You know, when you're at the curbside, just like anybody who comes into the vote in the polls, you know, they might see a name on there. Oops, I don't know who that is. You know, and there's not an opportunity where you can call someone, hey, what do you think about so-and-so? But if you bought it by mail, you can do that. So when you register by mail, you fill that form, you said, I'm intending to register by mail, you guys send all of the voting information. Voter registration is separate it's than separate. actually in applying to vote, vote by, mail. by mail. So we must have, like I said, on harrisvotes.com, uh, you can get that application to vote by mail. And also many of the campaigns, many of the parties send out, pre, they'll actually mail you pre-filled out uh, applications for ballot by mail okay and typically all you have to do is sign them and drop them in the mail all right so let me let me get that straight registering to vote you need to make sure yes. you register to first, vote yes first um all right so a lot of time like for me at work there's a guy there who is dedicated to registering people to vote which Correct. is awesome yes a lot of us we go to the grocery store there are people there if you are homebound and you want to register to vote how do you go about it call my office and okay. we can send you an application. Interesting. Okay. okay. So even though you don't yes. register people yourself, you can call that one number. To get the application to vote by mail. Got it. And it also has on the, on the we got the law changed a couple of years ago where you can actually check the annual ballot. Okay. So every uh, election they hold in the whole year, then you automatically will get every ballot for that one year. But every year you must reapply. Ah, okay. So, guys, if you're going to register by mail, remember you need to register to vote. You need to apply. And then the second thing yeah. is you need to ask to vote by mail. Yes. And you need to reapply every year. For Correct. That. Okay. Correct. And that makes sense. I had like yes. one, uh, my son was a student abroad. You know, we did the, right. the voting by mail one year. Then yes. he comes back. Obviously, he's right. going to vote in person. Correct. So, it really is a two step process. It really is, yes. Okay. Um, no, oh, okay, another big one, like all the languages. Yes. Uh, we are a very multicultural yes. city. Right. You know, in what languages do we have ballots for in uh, in Harris County? In Harris County, we're required to have it actually in four languages. Of course, English, Spanish, Vietnamese, and Chinese. Those are the four languages we support in Harris County. Okay, so if you speak another language, what do you do? Well, get someone to assist you if that's the only language that you speak. Okay. But you know, we find that many of our people who are actually, you know, speak another language, they can actually speak in English too. Right. So most of them can do that. But if not, they can always find someone that can help them. So, dumb question, right? You arrive yes. at the booth. Can you have, like, your grandchild to be with yes. you to translate? It's yes. okay to have another person help you. Yes, the voter can bring a person of their choice in there. Okay. But at the same time, many of our polling places, we actually have someone who's bilingual, uh, you know, Spanish. And in the high uh, Asian areas, we will have people who can do Vietnamese or Chinese. Uh, we look at the population densities to take care of those communities. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, do you have any other tips for to help people vote? 
Well, the biggest thing is HarrisVotes.com because everything that you need to know about elections, the things you need to bring, you know, the photo ID requirements, uh, the ballot by mail applications, the early voting locations. Uh, if you wait till election day, you you know you must vote where your precinct is voting at. All that can be found at HarrisVotes.com. Okay, so I'm, I get confused every time, right? My yes. precinct, they ask me what my, I don't know what you, my you, precinct you won't is. Have to, you won't need to know that. Just bring your, your photo ID. Bring your driver's license or your personal ID. But I don't even know where to go unless I know what my precinct is, right? Yes, that's why you got to go to HarrisVotes.com. But right. you can also call the 713-755-6965. Right. And when, you come up to, when we come up on election day, we actually have an, the automated system where you can just put in your zip code, okay. your street number, and I think it's your date of birth, and we will tell you where you need to go vote on what? election day. It's okay, a, that's it's better automated. than the With, website. Yes, even. Without even talking to a person, you can put those numbers in, and boom, it'll tell you. And it tells you where to go. Yes. Because what I found out, too, those locations change all the time. Yes, some are available. A, 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 some elections we consolidate more. We have less locations because the turnout's real low. I see. And so that drives that. And in primaries... The actual political parties choose where they want to have them. That oh, is the I biggest see. confusion pe- people have is primary elections because it's not my office that chooses those locations. It's the political parties doing it for the purpose of serving the greatest number of their voters. So your involvement in the primaries is just making sure people don't vote in both? Yes. Okay. Well, I actually conduct the elections, but it's from people the parties provide. Okay? Got it. Okay. A, it's, it's almost the uh, we work together. Right. But it is their primary, so they get to establish where we vote, who's the uh, the election workers are. There's a hope, and I provide the machines. I provide the training. Uh, we work with them with technicians, whatever they need to make. The, the process works and all the forms all the paper all the legal it's just you would be amazed at how many details they are i can tell i'm like oh my god i'm so glad i don't have that job <laughs> to, to run an election correctly and legally and securely okay all right so this is about all the time that we have today but before you go first Thank you for all that you do. You're welcome. It sounds like a huge job. It does keep me very busy, yes. I, you know, and people are always talking about election, this, yes. that, and the other. I, I'm just listening to you. Yeah. I'm just getting, number one, the complexity of, of yes. primaries and then all of the elections that yes. we don't even think about, all of the details that mm-hmm. go into it, and the communication. You, you got it. And then also thank you for making things accessible and as easy as possible for people. We try very hard to take care of every voter in Harris County. Thank you. So if you had one piece of advice for our listeners today, what would it be? HarrisVotes.com. HarrisVotes.com. <laughs> this is it, right? It's the information. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, Mr. Stanhart, thank you so much for all that you do for us. And thank you for your office, too. You're welcome. Um. All right, folks, today we heard from Stan Stanhart, our super county clerk for Harris County, um, who told us about tips for helping caregivers and their loved ones voting in the upcoming elections. To find out more about voting in Harris County, you heard it, folks. You can call 713-755-6965. There are folks there who are there to help you. Or you can go on their website, which is www.harrysvotesinoneword.org. As always, if you thought this podcast was helpful, 
or if you have friends or family who are new to caregiving, invite them to follow the Prepare to Care podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.arp.org slash HoustonPTC. Take our Prepare to Care podcast survey, help us improve future episodes, or find other caregiving planning and local resources to help you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for care.